Remember how I had Chat GPT write me the intro last week? Yeah. I'm doing it again, but this time in the oh, nice. style of Shakespeare. You ready? No, no, I'm not ready for this. Greetings and salutations, sports aficionados. Welcome to the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast, where I, your esteemed host, Brady Goodman, and my noble co-host, J.K. and Casey, and Captain Caterpillar himself, Big Brandon, doff our sports caps to bring you the most scorching news and commentary in the realm of daily fantasy sports. From the burning embers of defeat to the fiery heights of victory, we shall explore it all. So come join us as we ignite our love of sports and set the world ablaze with our wit and wisdom. Tis a pleasure to make your acquaintance, dear listener, and we hope you will stay tuned for more on this episode of the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast. How awesome was that? Thank you. Don't, don't clap for here, that. Here, 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 here. <laughs> I mean, here. come on. Speaking of that, where's that beer at? Let's go. Let's crack one open and let's talk uh, Christmas week. I need to be a few deep if we're going to do that again. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Zo- I'm just waiting for Zoe to give me a beer. <laughs> so like she's uh, uh, she's uh, <laughs> come on through. Well, I mean, what's the point of having kids, dude, if they can't deliver you beers? Uh, <laughs> Uh, week 16 season three of the dumpster fire sports podcast welcome to it so but first off before we get to it and we'll get to it quickly you guys know i've been writing um articles for the um sports gambling podcast network right yeah i last two weeks brandon doesn't know he doesn't have twitter he doesn't he's barely aware there's the internet if it wasn't for gambling Thank God. <laughs> so, so listen, I've been writing these Monday night best bet articles. And, dude, let me tell you, you want juice on the game? You want that burning in your gut like you got something on the line? Money's one thing. Write an article that a bunch of people read where you predict the outcomes of these games. That will... uh Pucker you where it counts. You know what I'm saying? You want some juice on the game? Write an article that will live forever on the internet where you project what happens in these insane games. So I think I'm done. I wrote two articles, and I was right on the spread, the money line, and the over-under on the first one. I was right on the spread, the money line, and barely missed on the over-under on the second one. What am I? Five for six? I think I'm calling it good. Hey man, let the good times roll. You know, you know the feeling. You're just like, wow, I hate I I know that feeling right now. Well, let me tell you this. Again, you guys know me. Like, I am in no position to be picking totals and spreads. Why am I they'll let anybody write articles on the internet? It's crazy. It's the Wild West out there, right? You don't have to have any sort of I'm dude, I'm not a writer either. The thing, like, well, if you would have listened to that intro, it'd been a whole new story. That right? was, yeah, because that was AI. You should just have Ooh. Chat GPT. I did, but here's the you. thing: I did, 
But the Hopefully thing is, this pay ch- Chat GPT <laughs> so don't need to pay the Goodman anymore. Well, the problem is, Chat GPT isn't up on dates, right? It's not up like it doesn't surf the web for you. So I was like, write an article about Monday night's football game between the Packers and the Rams or whatever. And it was like, it's going to be an exciting game Monday night when Jared Goff goes up <laughs> against, yeah, MVS. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. I was like, okay, well, thanks for nothing, AI. Artificial nailing it to me. <laughs> artificial intelligence, my butt. You know what I mean? All right, let's talk Saturday slate. Let's talk favorite stacks. And the cool thing about this week is we can talk favorite stacks, and we'll start off with our uh, hometown boys. I don't know how that game's not going to be the most stacked game. It's the only total at 50 or higher this week. Um, I'm shocked that the line is 10. That feels way too big for me. That line feels way too wide. Got Seattle on the other side of the Chiefs. Chiefs with a 29.5 implied total. Seattle 19.5. Again, the spread makes no sense to me. The total, sure, why not? Um, I thought Seattle had a better defense than that. How do you guys feel about stacking that game? Chiefs, Hawks, Brandon, go ahead. Well, good to be back, first of all. Uh, after listening to the nonsense from last week without me here, I realize that you two need me more than you've ever needed me. <laughs> I, so, uh, I don't disagree with that. Okay. All right. Let's get that out of the way. I don't disagree with that. Uh, here, okay. So, Chiefs, uh, actually, that's my main stack, which I don't – uh, here's the thing. Mahomes has been thrown for 300 yards plus every week. It's just like the Chiefs don't want to blow anybody out. They just want to keep everybody in the game, which means let's just throw the ball around. And and then if Pacheco runs, he fumbles. So then they just keep throwing the ball some more. So I don't know how you can't. Seattle's defense is horrible. It's them and Detroit's defense that you target. And I don't know. Uh, Joe, you might have to help me out this one because I don't see how you get away from it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the way that you get away from it is because you know that it's going to be super highly owned. Uh, both these offenses obviously can score. Uh, I believe Seattle's going to be without Tyler Lockett this week, so that kind of puts a damper on their side of the stack. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's kind of just like last week. Like we had a we had a couple games that were really high totals, and then we had a couple games that surprised and went way over their total. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a week that we try and find that game that goes way over, and or at least that's that's going to be my plan. I mean, I'll have, I'll have pieces of this game here and there, um, but it, I don't know that it'll be my main stack. I mean, I'll, I'll run a stack with it just for uh, fun because I'm a Chiefs fan, and I, I'd like to see us go off on somebody, but I, I don't think this will be my main stack. I think I'm going to try and find one of the games with a lower total that could surprise some people this week so the weirdest part about this game is we're week 16 into the season and i just found out some people are calling seattle's tight end noah font font it's fant how is it font font is a word shakespearean that's why font has a it's a word it's spelled (laughs) f-o-n-t if font, you don't look for a F-A-N-T in Photoshop. You don't go to... Really? 
Okay, that was very weird. All right. Well, sounds like Joe's been in the lab cooking. Uh, and I'd be interested in hearing what um, game he thinks is going to surprise people with a low total that's going to go big. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't know that I have some game that I absolutely love here. Um, I think it's going to be something that I keep looking at throughout the week. Uh, I mean, something that I hate to say it, but I might go back to the Detroit Lions. Um, they like to score. They don't always give it up, but I mean, if they're going to score as many points as they've been putting up, I don't hate going to the Detroit Lions, run it back with like DJ Moore or something on the other end of that. Um, I don't hate this uh, Giants and Vikings game. I don't know that either of those teams can play defense worth anything, and there's some decently cheap pieces in that that I don't hate going after. Yeah, that's the other game I was looking at. What, do you, what Are you talking about like stacking Vanilla Vic and then bringing it back with like Cook or what? Uh, I would probably stack it with Vanilla Vic, um, one or maybe two of his receivers, uh, and then go Jefferson on the way back just because he's a monster. And him being so highly priced, I don't know that a lot of people are getting there. Let me ask you um, first about a game. Let's talk about Saints-Browns. The The total is not very high at all, right? Um, but there's a lot of guys that score points, which is the second problem with that game. Low total, and you could name a ton of people on the Browns and the Saints that could score a decent amount of points, right? Um but does that make it a total fade for everybody or just me? I mean, I it's, man, that quarterback, he's looking rough. Uh, I know. And he's making Nick Chubb look rough too. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, so here's the thing too, and I already did it once this year, and I told you I wasn't going to do it again, and I haven't. But stacking the Saints, you know, because Taysom Hill – Ruins it. Ruining everything. Every time. Um, But there's several guys that put up points on the Saints. There's several guys on the Browns that put up points. Even if you fade Deshaun Massage, I mean, Massage massage Watson. I mean, even if you fade Watson, right, to good running backs, they got a good tight end. They have uh, a couple solid wide receivers. Is the Saints D that good that we're just not going anywhere close to that game? I mean, I, mean, I don't necessarily love the Saints defense, but Deshaun Watson has mm-hmm. performed that bad that I don't know that I want any of those pieces. Okay, let me ask you this. My other question is, then we're going into Saturday and week 16. How much are you factoring, especially when it comes to DFS, how much are you factoring in a team's playoff chances when you're thinking about putting those players in your lineups like I, mean, I think i think it's definitely something you have to factor in but i wouldn't like make my stack decisions on that i think that's more of a uh i'm down to these two players they're about the same price they're about the same projection this one's playing for something this one's not like yeah okay i think this year you're gonna have more more teams that are close knitted where they're, you're not going to have to worry about third stringers playing as much. So, I mean, I think we're going to get to week 
uh, probably 18 is about the only week you're going to have to worry about that this year, I think. Well, let but. me ask you, like, the Raiders, right? Clearly not going to make the playoffs. Agreed? I mean, I, I honestly have no idea what the playoff picture is. Right, they're still in the mix. So Are they? Yeah, they're still in the mix. Actually, they have a pretty good shot, if I remember right. Okay, there's this. Um, the, I probably won't be able to find it. NFL um, playoff predictions. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Um, so is this current is the question. Uh, updated December 21st. So yes, it is. Let's go to, this is 538.com, which I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, but okay. Um, make playoffs 6% chance. Raiders. That's better chance than Jordan Love going off in a showdown. <laughs> Got him. Zing. Um, oh, man. <laughs> so the Raiders are 6-8. and eight. They got a 6% chance of making the playoffs. Um, so what, do you think that 6% chance still locks in Jacobs and Adams? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they're going hard until there's a 0% chance. Um, I mean, same thing with the Steelers. Not that they got anybody to, oh, we better save Kenny Pickett. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I think Steelers are going out there trying their hardest because they want to see what they have in Kenny Pickett. Um, it may be another week or two and they're calling off the dog and looking for a draft pick or whatever. But Okay, what about the Titans and the Texans? The Texans clearly out of the playoffs. Not that you're playing anybody anyway from that game, but the Titans are 50-50 to make the playoffs. Yeah, but they have to. They can still win their division. So, I mean, Derrick Henry is like a, almost a must-play. Okay. All right, that's fair. Week 16, not thinking about that much. Let's move over to quarterbacks, um, and let's look at who we're thinking about playing. Um, this It is a little interesting with this Saturday thick slate um i do like that uh all right i got so a guy that needs to be played in at least one lineup okay Wait. let's hear it bro bring it please you're not gonna like the name okay but he needs to be played okay gardner Minshew. <laughs> i will i that's will not, stack that game i should have brought this up in stacks thing. I should have brought this up in stacks. Gardner Minshew. He's 4,800. 4,800. Stupid cheap. You can stack him with A.J. Brown. If you don't think they're going to throw the ball all over the place, you throw Sanders in there. Easy bring back to C.D. Lamb. You could throw in Zeke or Pollard. Man, I think that might be the game. How sneaky is it going to yeah, be? That's, that's a good question. question. So let's see. Um, so far. 18 points. 11% ownership. Oof, not bad. Daniel Jones, 18% ownership. Kirk Cousins, 14%. Yeah, ownership. I mean. What about Mahomes and Josh Allen? As far as ownership goes. So yep. Gardner Minshew, it looks like Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Gardner Minshew, Mahomes, and Dak 10. Prescott 10. are the top five. They're all over 9%. It falls off there with Josh Allen at six. So Jones at 18, Cousins at 14, Minshew at 11, Mahomes at 10. I got to think Gardner Minshew's ownership spikes up. At what point, Joe, would you not play him at 4,800 ownership-wise? I mean, listen, at 4,800, I'm playing him. Really? 
yeah. I mean, he's not going to get to like 20, 30%. Like, it doesn't happen at quarterback. I would be more amazed than anything. Would you play him in season um, long also, if you had Jalen Hurts? If I had Jalen Hurts and I had no other options, okay. sure. Um, all right. I'm sold. Um, okay. Also, yes. another reason to play Gardner Manchu, his top stacking option with him, uh, according to ETR, same projections, uh, 2.1% ownership. Really? So apparently they, they think that they, they're just running him out naked because, uh, yeah, no no ownership Who? on this man. A.J. Brown. On A.J. Brown. What yeah. about Quez Watkins? Okay. I nobody know nobody likes, likes Quez, Watkins. Quez Watkins for good reason. It's a bit that has cost me a lot of money at this point. Okay. Yeah, you should have <laughs> left him to die when I did after the preseason game. You stole him from me. Um, dude. Hold on to it, bro. <laughs> Keep riding it. It's going to be <laughs> season 15 of DFS. Remember in season three, Quez walking preseason, you played him against me. And it, um, <laughs> okay. So, um, so, yeah, Miles Sanders, I mean, that's the thing. If you go to these guys, okay, the Philly stack you've sold me on, because if you go to uh, – if you rank by ceiling, you're talking about A.J. Brown, 2.1% ownership, Miles Sanders, 4, Devonta Smith, 2.2, um, Dallas Goddard at 11, at 4,500. You could damn near stack all them. It's a cheap stack outside of A.J. Brown. I mean, the real question is Devonta Smith or Miles Sanders. So, Brandon, this is your uh, area. What don't you play against Dallas? Running backs or wide receivers or tight ends? You don't. You usually don't want to play receiver. Mm. I mean, where they give up the points is usually on the ground. So, I mean, I think you Miles. Does Sanders he catch passes? Mm. No, but honestly, I don't. I don't think that – I mean, Minshew can sling it around. It's just – if you're going to beat Dallas, usually you beat him with the run. No, so, yeah. Uh, three oh. is Miles Sanders' highest total target. But then again, the Jags last week, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, well, he wasn't really slinging it everywhere, but he had some really good passes. So, I mean, it's not like they're like the best at guarding, but they're they do – have trouble stopping the run. So okay, I'm in. Honestly, I think the Miles Sanders does he catch passes thing is uh, not really something to worry about here because with Jalen Hurts behind center, he. I mean, are you going to dump it off to somebody that could drop the ball, or are you just going to run it yourself? Like him right. and Gardner Minshew are completely different quarterbacks. Gardner might drop it off to yeah, he may dump it off quite a bit, so much more. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, but does that include to the tight end? It definitely could, yeah. We should look up his A dot. Uh, anybody else from the quarterback position? Yeah, I'm going up top, man. I'm just I'm staying with Mahomes and Allen. I mean, I'll throw a Minshew one in there like Joe says. It's a good idea, but uh, I mean, Chicago stinks on, on defense. They're going to have to be in a shootout like they always are. And – uh, if if Josh Allen's going to be at five or six percent, that's that's ridiculous. Um, give me that all day long, and uh, 
I'll pair him up with Diggs and Knox, who's been getting quite a bit more looks lately, uh, which is finally good to see. So Knox kind of relieves the salary with Diggs and Allen. Uh, I'm not so sure I want to bring anybody back with that, which I probably won't, but I'm going to probably stick with the two top guns this week. Looks like the second highest team total on the slate is uh, the Vikings. Um, Jefferson obviously is a million dollars. Yeah, see, I don't. I, I'm I'm pivoting off that. I, the Giants can't stop the run. Um, I think they're like 30th or 31st against the run. They give up like 150 rushing yards a game, something like that. Which is weird. Okay, so Dalvin. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah Dalvin Cook is who I'm kind of kind of leaning towards for some salary relief, and he ended up getting that long screen pass last time or last last week. So I think it's. His uh, ownership right now is projected at 25%. Who, Dalvin? Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what the ownership's on that. But, I mean, what about Derrick Henry? Because last time he played the Texans, he went for like 38 fantasy points. He's going to be through the roof, too. 31. 31% for Derrick Henry. Holy crap. So, this is a week where everybody's going to stack running backs, yep. right? They're going to go top-heavy running backs. So, I'm going to go, I guess my pivot then is going back to what I said, top-heavy quarterbacks as like a pivot play against top running backs because it's just not – I mean, common sense tells me not to do that, but I'm done with common sense, man. My common sense is out the roof anymore. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) let's talk running backs. We are looking at a slate with McCaffrey over 30% ownership projection currently, Henry over 30%, Dalvin Cook over 25%, and Saquon Barkley at over 22% ownership. That's a lot of chalk at the running back. Um, How about Jarek McKinnon coming in at 13% ownership um, above Tony Pollard? But Isaiah Pacheco at 10% ownership. What a mess uh, there. Joe, yeah, yeah, had some gold. The quarterbacks, where you at on running backs? I, this is this is such a struggle. Um, I I mean, I'll probably throw some Kenneth Walker in there because well, the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. And uh, they like to uh, – If he plays. I, I haven't heard that he's not going to play. I thought, I thought he was on, tar- on track to play last week. Almost. He hasn't practiced at all. That could be. Well, he hasn't practiced all this week either, I thought. I don't know. I'm just (laughs) common sense kicking in. First off, don't with the common sense. Second off, um, if he doesn't play, how appealing is Travis Homer? Is he appealing, though? Is he going to get the – is he going to get everything? Because – the reason that the reason that he that uh, Kenneth Walker is appealing is because he gets everything. Be- right. Is is Travis Homer going to split with Jones or like is Tony Jones going to come in and, and get a lot of touches or is Travis Homer going to get most right. of everything? No, I mean I'm with you because there are guys around that same price range where I think you can trust them a little bit more. Gus Edwards being one of them. Right. Uh, That's actually who I was – I mean, why don't? what about stacking? Like, if you're going to go top-heavy with, like, a quarterback stack, why don't you just bring back both Baltimore running backs against shitty Atlanta's defense? Both. 
Yeah, look at their yards per carry. I mean, then you, if they both score, you're in great shape because they're very cheap. Both of them are cheap. What about doing that? Philly's defense is good, but do you wow. do Pollard and Zeke? No, I, I actually like Philly's defense as a super re, uh, salary relief, man. Last time they played Dallas, even if it was Cooper Rush, they still got like seven or eight fantasy points, and at twenty two hundred, they're going to get sacks and stuff. So okay, and, da- and Dak's throwing the ball, you know, to everybody right now. So, but back to the running backs. I mean, forty eight hundred and fifty eight hundred, and I mean, if they against Atlanta, if they can, since they don't pass the ball a ton. You know, I mean, if they get in the end zone a piece, both of them, it's not out of the likelihood. No, 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 no. No, I agree. And we saw that happen uh, Monday night with Green Bay. So if you look at the running backs, um, let's say that are projected over 15 points. Nick Chubb Mm at 14.9. His ownership is 1.7. Joe Mm -hmm. Mixon projected 15. His ownership 6.9. Tony Pollard projected 15, 11. Do you not just go there? Right? Is that not where you start? To me, that's where I would start. Or is that the, the, the wrong way? You're dropping, what, a grand from some of these guys that are up top that are highly owned and you're losing five to almost 10 points on some of them? That's just, that's the tough part to stomach. Brandon, any other uh, running backs? You got somebody cheap that that we're not thinking about that maybe we should be? Um, do you got any other RB specials? Besides Baltimore's? Yeah, uh, I mean, you're going to play both J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards? Uh, yeah, I, I'm really considering it right now. Okay, what about Kansas City's and, running back? And then back? another one that I'm considering, too, is Chuba Hubbard. Okay. Because, I mean – He's kind of gotten a lot of the pass catches uh, with Sam Darnold. He's gotten at least three targets of the last couple games. He's in there on third downs a lot. Detroit's defense stinks. So at 4,900, not bad. Uh, That's not a bad play. Okay, let me ask you this. What are you doing with Kansas City's backfield? Oh, God. Uh, I'm probably avoiding McKinnon. I don't think. I think the only reason he went up even more last week is because Pacheco fumbled. Because Pacheco was destroying Houston for until he fumbled, and then they yeah. like they they stopped playing him for like three series, and then they finally let him back in. He kept, he kept getting like ten yards a pop. Uh, but I think they were kind of punishing him for being you know just yeah not holding on to the ball. But McKinnon kind of scares me just because the Chiefs kind of flirt with. Whoever's got the hot hand, so if Pacheco's hot, I'd probably lean toward him this week just because he's on the field starting the game, and if he gets hot soon, that's probably right. All right, let's talk. Um, we need to find some value uh, at the wide receiver position because obviously we're paying up for the most expensive running backs on the slate. Joe, um, where are you going for your uh, value at wide receiver this week? Uh, I think there's a couple cheap guys in uh, New York attached to Vanilla Vic that I don't hate. Um, yeah, you're stealing mine, Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James, both uh, both cheap guys, yep. both possibility to uh, put up 15 or so, which at that price tag is enough or, or what you're looking for at least. Um, I don't hate – you could also go Darius Slayton, but he's a little more expensive. 
Uh, he's obviously a little more of a downfield threat, so he, he could uh, get one big catch and, and get you there. Um, if I'm not going there and I'm looking kind of cheap, I don't hate going Marquise Goodwin because if Tyler Lockett's out, he's going to slot into that role, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, Tyler Lockett's been getting what's, what's his all price tag, the yeah. targets this year. So if, if Goodwin's going to slide into that and he's going to get the same kind of target share or even – even like half of the target share at forty three hundred, he he's more than worth it. CD Lamb doesn't miss, right? Does he miss against uh, the Eagles' defense? Mm-hmm. I could I could see you- a high volume game where he gets maybe like ten catches and like ninety yards, like a lot of short routes. But I mean, the dude goes yeah. off. What about uh, Metcalf without Tyler Lockett? I mean, I like it. Mm. So does that not a concern where you're like, oh, no Tyler Lockett. The whole reason Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf do so well is because the defense has to cover both. Is that not a thing where like, oh, now they just cover DK and no worries? Mm, it's the Chiefs we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so you do I'm, think that? Well, but I mean, I don't. They don't look what Houston's receivers were doing to them. So I mean. We have a bunch of rookies out there. What do you think DK is going to do? Right. All right. That's fair. Uh, Juju for the Chiefs, hometown, still under 6K. He gets a what seems like a ton of volume when I'm watching the games. Does he? What do you think? Does he? I don't he? know. I don't well, think last week he got well, 10 targets and caught well, 10 balls. So, I mean, if he's going to do that, I'm all right. for it. Yeah, but – but the week, but the week, a couple weeks before that, what yeah. was he at? Houston and like Denver, five. he got eleven and ten, and then the three weeks before that was four, three, four. Yeah, but yeah. he had the concussion. That's true. Let's talk tight ends before we end this dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, this is the best position by far in the league. Isaiah Likely. Okay, that Isaiah Likely. Mm. Lock it in. I don't know. He's twenty six hundred, and he made my he made my lineup work. <laughs> Hunter Henry, I still think, is due for um, some touchdown regression. Um, I think he still owes me a touchdown. Noah Fant against the Chiefs. I don't hate. Yeah, and I'll see like Brady I always say, You can always play the GOAT. The crazy thing is the salaries this week. Kelsey at 8000 Mark Andrews, 5500 The next most expensive guy. That's kind of wild. Kittle looks great lately. Dawson Knox looks great lately. Jawan Johnson at 3,800 against Cleveland. Same with Chig. I know everybody's on the Chig train. Who's on the Chig train? I was on the Chig train when he hit hit for the touchdown, but I don't know that I'm on the Chig train anymore. What about Jack Stoll, 2,700, Philly, Pairing him with uh, Minshew Magic. Well, is Goddard is Goddard not back? Dallas is back, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dallas is back. He is. Okay, so we're locking in Noah Gray at twenty six. Listen, I don't hate it. He's been pretty good. No, he's been great lately. Um, mm-hmm. Great feels like a stretch. Okay, it does feel okay. Like a stretch if, okay, week. great. Seven point five and six. I mean, dude, he catches everything thrown his way, right? He's been 100%. He's showing 100% catch rate over the last two weeks. I think he's been good for showdowns because he's super cheap on showdowns. I mean, what's his catch rate? The dude does not drop passes. 
Mm, he just doesn't have any touchdowns. Okay. Why Isaiah <laughs> likely, Joe? He he made my lineup work. I told you. I I don't have some big. I'll probably go I'll see this lineup when you're. When I'll probably go done. Will Disley because uh, Mr. Fant Font Fanta Fanta, whatever his name is, uh, is questionable. Yeah, this so feels well. like a Will Disley week for now. Okay. He looks like the guy the Chiefs couldn't stop. That seems like that seems about right. All right. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and then call it hometown boys this week. Chiefs versus the Hawks. Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. I'm going back to the well that I do every week that seems to be paying off for me. Chiefs money line do not cover the 10 points. Uh, Brandon. <laughs> it's the, you would think that that's right since they typically haven't. Uh, I mean, at least put a parlay. I'm going to go there. with that. Uh, like What's at least that? parlay it. I mean, money line is just that's like minus what three fifty or something. Yeah, that's how Brady rolls. Though. Yeah, you, you're talking to the right guy to parlay. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's do this. Let's say Chiefs cover. They wow. blow them out. They get the they get the over, and then I'm going to say that Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say he throws for. We'll just say he throws for 340-plus. Woo! So take the 350 passing yards, cover, and um, there you cover go. the yeah, spread. Yeah, we'll just say 350. Right? Over 350, yep. and they cover. What was the other leg of your parlay? I'm going to say it's going to be somewhere in the ballpark of like, I don't know, 38 to 21. 20, Woo! Something like that. Joe, Chiefs. Man. I don't know that I'm going to get this in that in depth with my parlay, but I'll, I'll take Chiefs covering. Over. Well, uh, the good thing about that, Joe, is I didn't really put money on it. So yeah, neither does yeah. Watch it hit. I mean, because there was only two legs. Brandon's going to wait till uh, Saturday morning and go. I'm taking Noah Gray's over. I'm ta- he's going to send us uh, screenshots with a 28 leg parlay. Right. This one has a shot, fellas. This one's got a chance. <laughs> hey, man. I don't ever send those unless there's like two guys left. Hey, so. at least he didn't take a minus four seventy five money line, like it was some big bad okay. bet. Yeah, okay. this guy. <laughs> I when said did this take? To cover. Just okay. now, freaking. Just he was now. like, "Chiefs minus four seventy five. I'm going to take him on the money line." <laughs> Good call, Brady. I'm saying they don't cover, uh, so I'm taking the Seahawks to cover the spread. You bet a hundred bucks on that uh, minus four seventy five money line. You win twenty one dollars, yeah. buddy. Well, bring it, bro. Bring it. Hey, win, one money is tasty money. I believe is the saying. Something like that. <laughs> okay, Joe. What'd you say? What I say about what? What you on this game? Jeez. I said Chiefs cover and the over. Oof. All right. Good luck to you. Joe's still admiring his he's still admiring his lineup and just put it together with likely. Okay, hang on. Let's uh I can't wait to see it. it Let's wrap check it out. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. My phone died. Hang on. Hang on. I gotta pee again. Let's wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Hopefully you don't get coal in your DraftKings account this holiday season. Thanks for listening. Tell your mom. Tell your sister to listen because we asked you nicely. Please spread the word, Dumpster Sports on Twitter. And uh, best of luck. Thanks for listening. Go catch you a bag.
upload our bro. So, oh, oh, oh.